Sandler. Yeah, yeah. I know. <laughs> one, of, one, one of Dan's three speeds, Adam Sandler. Yeah. And yeah. Sandler, Dangerfield, no, and Long Island Jew. Uh, those are my three speeds, folks. If I were a, a human vibrator, the women would be very dissatisfied. Uh, <laughs> this vibrator has three speeds. Uh, this vibrator? Roddy Dangerfield. <laughs> Roddy Adam Dangerfield. Sandler. Adam Sandler. And Andrew Dice Clay. <laughs> Long Island Jew. Yeah. A bunch of re- essentially redundant settings. I was going to uh, say, you already said They're not speeds. They're not speeds. They're not, you know. Hey, what is this? Give it up for the hangman. Wow. Wow. Oh, you know what? Let me just introduce the room here because we got a, 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 we have a big, what they call in the wrestling business, a, a, a return. Mm. Right? We, have a, we have a major return. The, uh, this is the equivalent of the William Regal moment, would you say? I'm yes. going to he- I'm gonna put my forehead on one of your bloody faces very soon. <laughs> Perfect. You know what? My first thought of that was like, wow, what an intimate thing they did there. Uh, I love that. You know, because yeah, you too. know, you wrestle. I mean, this is a conversation. Let's just, let's just have it. I mean, I'm Skyler. I'm back. Oh, my God. That's got to be. That's got to be. That's got to be. Skyler. It's got to be. It's got. Is it? Is it? No, it can't. It can't be. It can't. No, it is. It is. Oh, my God. It's pitch for the perfect Skyler. Everybody watch oh your feet. My. Skyler's here and he's dropping names. <laughs> oh, that's so funny. Uh, I was with Ryan Felipe the other night. He loved that. <laughs> um, <laughs> you're a demon. Right. You were, you were, you were chilling with. Well, there's a nasty Newman. He's a nasty. Hey, nasty how about it? You were with Ryan Felipe. Uh, I was. I saw, I I was, saw that you were shoot with Felipe. I was shoot with Felipe, but I was also shoot with Bray Wyatt, which is a very big moment. I actually just got the wedding photos back today, and there are some great photos of me and him locking up yeah by the way this is a fun fact for everybody this not a lot of people know this but over the weekend skylar aston and uh windham rotunda uh made it official oh mazel you guys guys got married yeah the marriage uh people loved it folks there's our wedding photo wow wow like a collar and elbow like a pro let me tell you i'll (laughs) say this so look we have so much to talk about well this is community wrestling podcast okay Uh, 70 one percent wrestling. Seventy-one percent wrestling. It was seventy-two. It went down two percent numerology. One percent Gizmo Duck gives no fucks, or one percent, two percent Long Island nostalgia. One uh, percent uh, discussing the origin of the Baker's dozen over the dozen. Right. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> There's a lot. There's a lot happened. Many would say too much happening on this. Imagine going to a bakery and someone just giving you twelve bagels. But what the fuck is wrong with you? Yeah, we we were couple, you? We, we the origin of the we were thinking that the origin of the baker's dozen is just like that they kind of don't count. They eyeball it, right? That's what we were thinking. It's like I thought there's always an extra bagel in there. You know, I, I mean? thought it's <laughs> like the baker like hooks you up because like you yes. know the baker, right? It's, that's my thing and that that's feels that's very long island my dad always there was always an extra fucking Take an uh, extra. always an extra grandma slice in the box i you used to mean? work at a deli i used to work at a, or at this deli called back to earth and i was so lazy with the weighing i i could never imagine like overdoing the hummus and then like putting some back because i overdid it so yeah. i was like it takes some extra for your mother you know what i mean <laughs> this is, this is you you're always getting more guac from me you're always getting more hummus right, right it's right. it's 
it was Plus, a if whole, you, it was, if you put hummus on something and then try to take it off, like it would immediately, you'd be able to tell immediately that something happened yeah, here. Exactly. Wow. It's a mess. So, I mean, by the way, that's like a Larry, that's like a Larry David thing, like a moment where it's like, I, I noticed that like <laughs> some of the hummus from the top seems to be missing. I, yes. I can't help but think maybe there was more hummus on here I, at some point. Because the bottom of the bread has yeah. a lot of hummus, yeah. but the top of the bread just has a stain of hummus. <laughs> Uh, by the way, we just revealed Skylar Eston to be one of the working men. Uh, oh, that's right, baby. <laughs> of the working class. Okay. That's right. Blue collar. Not just raise anatomy his own, by the literally way. Literally blue collar. I mean, yes, literally <laughs> blue collar for, for those watching the pod. Yeah. Um, I, uh, yes, I have a working man. I'm a man's man, just like Louis Regal. He came from the bagel shop. What? <laughs> now he's all fucking. <laughs> got, a, got, a, got a cheddar jalapeno bagel. <laughs> Went back, only had twelve bagels. Maybe give another one. <laughs> Throw it in the bag for the working yeah. man. Throw... Some bitch tried to give me cinnamon raisin bagels. I'm like, look, I'm not eating dessert. <laughs> oh hell yeah! <laughs> I'm here at the bagel shop and I'm fitting to get some bagels in my belly. Oh man, even if Stoko was wrestling now, that feels like something Vince would do with him. Is like right. it would just be like, Stone Cold. Now I'm I'm Stone Cold. Now I'm here at the uh, 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 working at the uh, I don't know what's the place you work. What's the place really? you work? Uh, here I'm, I'm, here I'm, I'm here. Einstein bagels. Einstein's bagels. I'm at the Beverly Glendale. What? <laughs> anyway, this is a professional wrestling podcast. Now we're downgrade to seventy percent wrestling talk. So we're getting lower. So we should talk about wrestling to get it back up. Okay. Right. Okay. Um, Skyler, do you wait just to derail this more? Do you remember yeah. Gizmo Gizmo Duck? No. Okay. Sorry. He's a he's a he's a wrestler. Wait, wait, from DuckTales? Yeah, from DuckTales. <laughs> he's a wrestler. Yeah, yeah, I know Gizmo. Wait, you're talking like Gizmo Duck from DuckTales. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah exactly so of course I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I'm, I'm trying to get a shirt made. It says Gizmo Duck gives no fucks and <laughs> and selling on pro wrestling tees. And selling on pro wrestling tees on the Adam Cole, uh, on the Adam yeah, Cole page. The hack Adam Cole's page. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Anyway, all right. Let's. We, I'm happy, Skyler. I'm pumped to have you back. So I much to talk about. Bro. We just got done yesterday. We were watched the Revolution pay per view. Um, AEW Revolution. Mm. I mean, whew. We started off by tr we attempted to. Oh, by the way. Patreon.com slash comedians wrestling support this podcast. All right. You know what I mean? We're, we're doing what we do. You know, we do it. Just do it. Just do it. There's there. There's at least a handful of listeners right now that always say maybe I should and fucking do it. All right. This is your captain. Do it up. Do it up. Do it up. All right. But here's the deal. We're trying to give it up for the hangman. That's what we attempted to do to give yeah. it up the hangman page. I just want to say, let's do it. Let's give it up for the hangman because I'm sure. hangman page. He's an Adonis. Yeah, he's a dude who he's had the journey of many other great talents on this podcast, which is a wrestler who I've put through the ringer of jabroniness, right? Been like this guy's a nothing. And then it's completely turned my opinion around on him, which is part of what's fun. Okay? That's yes. part of the fun. Do we agree? Right. I agree. Dan, I can I can I can agree with that exact take on that exact wrestler. Right. In fact, um, it took me a while. It probably, it probably, uh, took me till his, his big, you know, Kenny blow off to be like, this guy is a ring general. 
I trust him implicitly in every match. I actually love his promo. I love his gear. I love his character. And I actually have not publicly stated this, but he is 100% wow. definitely one of my guys. Oh, my God. This is, congratulations. This is a huge deal. People are talking. Skyler actually comes on the podcast swinging. He knows Gizmo Duck, and he's making. he's not afraid to get those fireworks going to make a wrestle one of his guys. OOMG, baby. Congratulations to you for having another guy on the bench. And mm -hmm. listen, I'm, I'm not willing to make Hangman Page one of my guys yet, but I, I'm not. God, what is wrong with you? I'm not, He's I'm not, an insane person. I'm not entirely sure why. But what is, do you have a Rushmore of guys? Are there only four seats? Like, what's going on here? He, ah, man, it's just like I'm trying to be a little, you know, I've been burned by, which we'll get to after Adam Page. We'll move on to, to the other Adam, the, the other Adam, Adam uh, who I did at one point make one of my guys impulsively. And I've never regretted something more in my life. I had to remove him. I still get shamed for it. I, Adam Shame. Cole is so deeply not one of my guys that I, I don't know what I was ever thinking, you know. And so I'm a little reserved now. I've been burned. You know what I mean? Can you respect that? It's like, you know. Uh, yes, I understand. You, you've committed the cardinal <laughs> sin, and you blame that for not making people that should be one of your guys one of your guys. Well, the crazy thing is, like, is Moxley one of my guys? That's really the big question lately. Like, D Dean Ambrose was so deeply in the Jabron zone for me. He was maybe my least favorite talent of that era, you know? Yeah, yeah, and but, what? But that doesn't – that's not even – yeah. John Moxley. But John right. Moxley is pro closer to being one of my guys than Hangman Adam Page. Like, I, I love it. And here's the question. Can you have Dean Ambrose not be one of your guys, but John Moxley be one of your guys? I mean, that just goes without saying. It's 100%. like, yeah, but the human being is one of, one of your guys. Probably, and what separates right? Dean? Well, the human being, I mean, great guy. He seems a great guy. Seems a great be, guy. He's on his path. He's on the other. It seems like he's, hopefully he stays on the path. Right. Yeah. But he's all right. So Eggman page, I, I like, I don't know where to go here. Let's stick on Hangman Page because he deserves it. We can talk about Mox in a second. But Adam, Adam Hangman Page, the thing about him is, fuck, man, his gimmick. The, the, his gimmick works for me so deeply. It is like a perfect modern wrestling gimmick. The, and we had talked about this when I came over the other night, Scott. Yeah. He's the yeah, anxious yeah. millennial cowboy. He's like exactly what I'm seeing. You know what I mean? Yeah. He, he's coming kind of to promo. He feels a little anxious. It almost justifies his uncomfortableness on the microphone. It, right? it totally. Totally. Yeah. It, sweet, it sweetens his promo. And I will tell you the thing that if I had to make him one of my guys right now, why I would do it if it was a gun to the head situation, but there is no gun to the head. Like why I would do it. And we'll get to right. that. that. Is that he's got pictures of himself as a kid on the horse. Like the cowboy thing feels authentic, you know? Long term storytelling, baby. Exactly, and you're like you you get what that character is. He when he everyone in the crowd is into it, he's cowboy shit. It's got a built-in gimmick. It's not too over the top, but it's over the top enough where it's fun, which you never really see now. And it's just right. the clarity of his character is so fucking beautiful, you know. And I, I feel like you just don't, you frankly don't see it. It's a lot of shit that's all over the place, and not everybody yeah. can pull it off, like The Rock who's the classic hodgepodge of gimmicks. The most it-works hodgepodge guy is The Rock, right? He's got a bull, right? He's, a, he's the Brahma bull. He loves pie. I know? feel like you see a lot of the parts and not none of the whole. Like the Adam right. Cole thing, you're like, he says boom, he's married to a right. dentist. It's like, but it does work. It works for many people. It's okay that it doesn't work for you. And we can really get into the Adam Cole thing, who is deeply one of my actual human guys. That's, for a name, if yeah. you have that for a name drop, he's an actual dear friend. 
I also want the best for him. I think his charisma is one of my guys. He he in NXT I want was him very deep. One of my I want him I off TV. <laughs> these are not. These are not. I just want to say <clears throat> these are not the opinions of Cal Podcast. These are the opinions I know, of I know. Dan these Black. Right, I think right. Adam Cole. Um, I watch him on Twitch a lot, um, and I said on the last pod that I think I would actually like to see, just based on what I can tell, his actual personality is, yeah. just based on watching him. I would like to see babyface Adam Cole. Ooh, he's the nicest guy on the planet. That's what I mean, and he's yeah. like he's good at like he's good on the fly with like. I'm not going to call him a good improviser, but like he's good at like rolling with things. Yes. Um, and he's a funny dude. And so I want to see what that looks like um, because I get it. I get the whole like crime boss, Adam Cole, like leader of the thing. I want to yeah. see him yeah. be like yeah. himself turned yeah. up to 11. I've oh. never thought of that. I love that. Newman. I would love yeah. to see that. That would be interesting. And also we, the amount of times I've been wrong about a wrestler, they turn around. I will gladly admit when I'm wrong. Dean Ambrose is the biggest example of that, right? Like, the big example, and I'm like, now I'm considering making Moxley one of my guys. I mean, he's maybe one of the guys doing it. I think he cuts maybe the best promo in the biz. Like, you know, I, I don't know. Here's what I don't get maybe. about you. Here's what I don't get about you. You'll be like, oh, this guy, he's got, he's got the body, he's got the moves, he's got the gimmick, he's got the promo, he's got it all. I think Not he's cute. I know guys. he's sexy. <laughs> like, <laughs> have you even made Roman one of your guys yet? I did make Roman my guy after okay. Mania, remember? Okay. Okay. I said I was going to hold off. The double pin. Him. WrestleMania and the, the double pin. Oh, the yeah. stack did it. The yes, stack right. um, did it. Stacked that's... it. But I'll tell you what, this needle mover shirt going into Mania, it's making me reassess. That that shirt is so fucking bad. I, I guess you can't really blame him, right? Can you blame no, him for that merch? No. All right. Anyway, I want to say the last. I want to make sure I don't say this thing about Hangman. Hangman's move set. I fuck the fucking what's it called? The dead Buckshot eye. Lariat. Yeah. Oh, the dead eye. Yeah. Dead eye. I love the buckshot lariat. I love that you forget. I kind of forget he's kind of can be a high flyer. Like, I forget yeah. that. But then he can bust out anything. He can really do anything, that mm -hmm. guy. Now, but the thing that puts him over the top for me is those boots. The boots are so oh, deeply with one the of fire. our guys. Yeah. The boots with the fringe. Boots with the fringe. <laughs> yeah. He, well, he's got the, the he's got that apple bottom ass. I love his ass. <laughs> And he's then, got a great tush. He's got yeah, a he's great caked, tush. He is caked up. He's got a great ass. Well, he's got you a just great a ass. ass. Yeah, yeah. It's the Hawkeye Hawkeye talk. <laughs> you, don't well, need, you don't need a soundboard with me, bro. No, we don't need yeah. it. We don't need it. I wish just I had the instrumental. Do you see how fast I that happens? Wanna boys. Um, <laughs> my soundboard is so fucked up right now. Yo, uh, but do you see how fast that happens? How fast we're all like, uh oh, Hawkeye detour. That was like so quick. Yeah. By the way, I by the way, wait until we start talking about Ward though. But anyway, I digress. Back. Yeah, to no. Ward, well, let's just say, well, let's not spoil alert, but you, I will play Hawkeye detour when we get into Wardlow. Okay, but that being that being said, all of that being said, yeah. So Adam Page, I really dig him. Now, Adam Cole, yes, baby. You know, I'm not shitting on the fact that people like him, but boy, oh boy, do I just think he's the one of the most overrated talents. We've gone through it. Nothing about him makes sense to me. I don't get any of it. He cuts the most generic promo in the business. Um, he, he, uh, I'm getting interesting text right now. What is that? Oh, well, it's a good thing to be making a point. Anything. About well, well I thought, I, I thought it yeah. might be relevant, but it wasn't. It wasn't. I thought okay. it might be. Holy shit, Adam Cole. How could it possibly be relevant? Other than Britt Baker or Adam Cole texting it you. Was, it was an Adam. Okay. So anyway, okay. But it, was, it was Adam Bomb. Uh, 
And Adam Baum wanted to say that we're allowed to use his entrance music when he Skyler was, drops a name. When I was a you kid, know? dude, Adam Baum was one of my guys. He, yo, my oh, brain, yeah. Oh, yeah. if I think about him Adam and, Baum. Oh, Crush, him and Crush okay? were the same dude, right? Yes. Sur Surfer dude, Crush. and I think yeah. so. I think you're right. He, well, Adam Baum was also, yeah, he was Crush. He was also, why am I blanking on it? But anyway, he was in, when he was in, he was in WCW as Wrath, right? <laughs> All right, now, uh, Adam Bomb in my head. If I think about what Adam Bomb looks like, I I picture Wardlow. Like I see Wardlow. Is oh that, yeah, is that odd? Yeah, that no, no, even... that makes total sense for some reason. Like it, it doesn't make sense, but I totally understand what you're talking about. He's got to put those those like goggles on. I told you if I said Wardlow. So that's what I'm saying. Adam Cole, look, not one of my guys at all. Bebe, uh, he's the Panama City bad boy, I guess. He says Bebe. He says boom. It's like not, he's married to a dentist. He hangs out with two white guys called Red Dragon. The D and the R are capitalized. None of it. Works you could do this about anybody. You could be like, his name's Pac. He's got an eye. He's got a thing over his eyes, but then he yeah. takes it off. Like you could do that tone with anyone. I'm just. I, by yeah. the way, I you know I, I'll defend him personally. Also, I think that I can understand what you're saying. We talked about this a lot with Adam Cole, yeah. and I can also disagree. He's very deeply one of my guys, as I've said. I think, yes, I think it's the old gimmick for sure. And it's it's that prick. It's that prick you know who's right. just like, hey, fuck you. He's got slick back hair. And he's and by the way, his charisma and his ability just to commit. It's like something I think that Adam Cole has. I mean, you might say he's undersized. You might say a lot of things. But like something that he I, 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 I want to say I might say that. I definitely would say that. I definitely would I say understand. that. <laughs> I understand. Something, something you may or not mis uh, agree yeah. with also then probably is I do think, to quote like a Vinceism, he yeah. has it. I always thought that when he walked down the ramp in NXT, I was like, this is HBK vibes. Like, I just right away. And well, he so does maybe have, he does have it. Yeah, That's why he he's does. successful. Right. So I think the gimmick is just like The Rock. Like, The Rock has it, and it's kind of random. And it's like, I'm not comparing Adam Cole to The Rock, but but I wonder what will happen in the evolution. I'm more patient with him because I think he is something worth investing in. I think in. that, yes. And so if he does do a face turn, like Newman's saying, and then he can actually have a very specific heel, tur heel turn, getting away from Undisputed Era, getting away from like whatever the dissension is between the elite and the new Japan old factions that are getting a little too big. You know what I mean? I think he'll, he'll develop more of an identity. I think he's just so, to quote another podcast, so fucking mage that they're like we have to get him in a, in this in a, in a thing with hangman and i'm happy he lost i don't think he's ready to carry the belt but he is an absolute contender he has it and he is one of my guys okay well look congratulations that he's one of your guys I, he's I, been nothing, you I, to play the I, nothing i love more than than my guys having more guys you know what i mean so, <laughs> <laughs> you know what i mean i love a nice full bench you know what i mean yeah, when i you right. know by the way this is a side thing when i picture what one of my guys looks like i think it's like a outdoor beer garden you know like those picnic tables and when you walk in you show up a little late and all your guys are there you know what i mean oh, I love like that. ultimate warrior is kind of like hey can i get another like yeah you mean, should i get more boots for you can we get some <laughs> yeah, more right. yeah get yeah, some yeah. more hot links or like what do you want yeah. right. on, like... oh dan you gotta try this pretzel dude oh my <laughs> yeah, god yeah, yeah. the bavarian cheese comes with the pretzel yeah. you know I mean? i'm gonna get a couple i'll get a couple for the table don't worry i got it i got it, I got it. by the way kevin owens already ate a bunch and by, but yeah. there's pass the mustard you gotta try with the special special mustard <laughs> is this so if we're talking about one of my guys there's got to be like if we're using that visual, 
couple of your guys sometimes are just they're they're in the back right now. They're a little sure. dusty, or they're in the bathroom. You know, they're right. not really like they you got know, weird gear on. Yeah, yeah. Like the Miz is always gonna be one of my guys, right? He's like the Miz. Absolutely. He's so good. But right now, I think he might be in the bathroom. You know, I don't know where he is right now. You know what I mean? Yeah, uh, yeah. yeah he's, he's getting in, he's in an outdoor dusty. bathroom. He's in an outdoor bathroom in the beer garden. Yeah, yeah, right. Exactly. He like dropped his phone. He's bent down. You might not see him if you saw the bench. You know what I mean? Right. But anyway, irrelevant. Hangman, he's crushing it. Adam Cole, look, here's the thing, though. Adam Cole, I just think, is extremely overrated. I don't even think he has it. I would say that. Um, what he does, if you if you mean it, you mean narrow shoulders and a petite European frame, then fine. If that's what you mean, then that's fine. I'm really just not a fan of him, like, really at all. Oh, you don't like him at all? Is that no, and also... That, I thought up until this point you yeah. like, liked him a lot. Yeah. That made event... Listen, let's like just say that Malachi yeah. Black's on the pre-show, and that guy's main event thing, it's just ridiculous. Tulo okay? made a good point, though. Like, you know, the, the, the pre-show is free. It's on YouTube, more eyes. It does kind of make sense uh, to put something like that on, on, that, on there. But, okay, similar to, like, how you talk about Rushmore's and you're like, well, there's my personal Rushmore and there's the real Rushmore, I can acknowledge that Adam Cole is over enough to be main eventing this pay-per-view. So many people like him. So that's it. So I'm happy to see it. But I really loved this match, okay? Mm -hmm. And aside from Adam Cole's really, well, I can't believe I haven't even brought up his deeply awful entrance attire. I mean, so deeply I'm horrible. I'm not going to say anything. This, was, say anything. This, <laughs> one was, this one was tough. The ma he was wearing, like, what was he, like, Master Chief when before he, like, get, he's getting dressed? But yeah, then, the, like, a, a bomb hit, so, so he's got to run I out. It was, so he's no I thought, pants on. <laughs> I personally thought it was the Little Giants right. practice gear. <laughs> um, but, no, I, I literally, no, here's here's the thing. When I saw, when it came on the screen, I was watching with a few people, and I did, and even though I love them, I can be honest, and I went, I, I didn't say, what the fuck is he wearing? I said, does anyone know what that is? Like, I just didn't know. I'm not a gamer, so I didn't know that it was from Halo. I had no idea. So it looked like he had some, yeah, weird, like, practice pads on. And someone was like, I think it's a Halo thing. But I, yeah, it, it was. I, I, it looks. It looks so cheap. It looked like a really bad cost. It was. It was terrible, terrible, terrible yeah. across the board. I don't even think it's. I think. I don't think anybody thought it looked cool or was cool. It just to me was like more confusion of his gimmick because the thing about him that I think also it's to his credit, but also hurts him for me is that like most of the time I'll see him like with the headset gaming on my phone, right? Like, I never really see him, like, doing anything in character. So, it's like, he's supposed to be this badass, but I know he's a geek married to a dentist. So, like, I, like, uh, I, I see him with the headsets uh, uh, playing games. So, I think this was a little bit like, oh, all right, you're a fucking, you're a fucking nerd, bro. You know what I mean? You're whoa, a fucking whoa, whoa, nerd. Whoa, 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 wait. Look, I oftentimes have headphones on and playing video games. Like, what are you, what are you, what are you saying here? You're not one of my guys. I don't know what else to say. I mean, I don't know. Reverse fireworks sound drive. Opposite of so fireworks. Far from the truth. You're so wow. deeply Newman. You're so I, I had to correct that immediately. It was a bad joke. You were so deeply one of my guys. Wow. This is how Adam Cole's affecting me. With that being said, the match <laughs> was great, and Adam Cole losing like that, I thought was fucking great because it was a great win for Paige to have. Whether you like Cole or not. I think even you, Skyler, saying he's one of your guys, he, he's not totally, he's weirdly not ready, which is odd. Um, and even though he feels like he, like, kind of should be ready at that point of his career. And it's it's a big win for Paige against uh, a WWE guy. Like, if if he did win, it's nice pushing Paige. He really is an AEW original. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, 
It's cool. I yeah, that's why. That's why I say he's not ready, dude. It's not that he's not ready. It's that like I don't think CM Punk right now should take it off of him. Like I think right. he needs a minute. I don't think he should hold it for another year, like Roman fucking reigns. But I think that he should definitely have it for a few more months. The thing until with that Kenny finish, comes back. What I really, uh, 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 what I really dig about that finish was that he. Uh, uh, it felt like a big, strong, like finish, like bow. He was putting him down, and I feel like we rarely get like a "I'm putting you down" finish. Like he hit him with his finish, and then the buckshot. It was like, boom! And the buckshot was—I don't even know if this is intentional, but it wasn't a flip one. He did one earlier, but this one was just b- ugly, blunt object of force, right? Yeah, and he just went yeah. down. It was. There was so much hard hitting action last night and, and, and finish wise too. I mean, even I know I'm jumping the gun, but even the way CM Punk delivered that punch with the ring on, it was so stiff. Mm -hmm. Like those guys are all feeling it this morning for sure in a different kind of way. It's something WWE could just never actually produce, let alone do. Right. Um, I mean, between Sammy's spot and all the blood and just the soreness and like the Matt Hardy, there was Darby Allen did like a coffin drop and kind of missed and like hit Matt Hardy's like hip. And it was like botch it, botch it, Jace, but it actually looked so good. I was just like, this, this is just unbelievable. Even the sloppy shit looks good. It doesn't look like a botch, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, I agree. I that's a great, that's a great, that's a great call. And just like talk about the card overall, it's like that finish compared to like the Moxley Danielson finish. It was like you had a you had a nice flow of everything. Everything felt just different. It was it was just it was a. I I really fucking enjoyed the show. My jaw hit the fucking floor when regal showed up it's amazing i lost my goddamn mind this was great because we kind of heard that regal was in talks with aw but we i it's one of those beautiful sweet spots where that completely went out of my mind right like yeah. i didn't yeah and what a i great didn't even have the luxury of knowing yeah what a perfect usage of him like we were all hoping like do you think they're gonna join forces and then then just having him do it and, and taking this like dad role all of a sudden yeah, and he's like, like slapping the shit out of him and wait, wait, god yeah, you guys are professionals. Like, what I taught you guys. Like, what the fuck are you doing? Like, this is oh. professional wrestling. Like, that was, it was is, like, yeah. Regal it, is like, what is his role? Yeah, what do you say? No, I think he's going to be the manager. I'm just saying, like, this is going to be a lot of AEW praise as as it's normally because they're just doing so many things right. But just the way that the card just was ordered, the the length of matches. We haven't even gotten into Eddie Kingston Jericho and how like that was just well done. I think everyone yeah. that should have won Wardlow grabbing the brass ring and then being involved in the turn with Punk is like is just Chef's kiss. Like I truly, I. Uh oh, here comes another one, Newman. I was texting with Matt Jackson this morning, and uh, and, oh, yeah, it's out of Bob. <laughs> uh, but I mean, you know, they're they're like relieved it's over because I think they put so much blood, sweat, tears, and thought into this stuff, and it shows. It just it was a perfect done pay per view. There's yeah. a moment, and I don't know if every performer or, or like artist feels this way. I definitely feel this way, and it speaks to kind of what you're saying. There's a moment that's almost better than like the actual like show or performance and it's the moment it's finished mm. and you're just like oh fuck like i can like now work on the next thing or i can stop worrying about if that's gonna go well like, yeah, most of the time i do something i'm waiting i can't wait for it to be over which is not a great thing yeah. but it's probably a lot of performers feel that way right because i it's hope like, so because yes. i feel that way yeah right i actually like, actually having this conversation having you th- you two say that makes me feel better because i do do that and i'm like is that not don't, don't i love what i do but there is something about that moment afterwards yeah, yeah but skylar how do you do that like we were talking about this the other day if you do like eight shows on broadway right a week or something that's gotta well, be hard about, to do that 
What? I mean, I'm about to do something. I can't announce it yet, but I'm, I, I, it's, you know, it, that's, that's different though, because right. it's not, it's not like these other bigger shows that right, have right. Like a payoff. That just becomes your show. That's right. a whole other conversation where it's like you're, you, you can have like freaking diarrhea that you can't control. But then for that two and a half hours, like it somehow is not there. Like you just, yeah. it becomes this, this habitual crazy thing. It's weird. Yeah. Well, right, because that okay, so that's a whole different thing. And it's like, a whole different thing, and yeah. it's not like wrestling at all because we're doing the yeah. same material. It would be like Bro Rock and Brock doing the same. <laughs> it would be like having Rock, uh, Brock Lesnar, and Roman Reigns being the main event of WrestleMania like five separate times. What insane <laughs> prospect! Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, isn't it crazy how many times? This is the third time they've main evented, Roman Brock. I I yeah, thought four, but maybe I'm wrong. No, I, I 31, 34, and 38. Okay. I don't think they did it again. They've definitely faced each other more than that, though. Yes, they have, because they did a SummerSlam after the Mania, because, well, like the one where Vince called the Audible in, in, in New Orleans, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And so then they did a SummerSlam that Braun was involved in. Remember, he cashed in at the top? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's Remember right. Remember that? And then they did a... Uh, they also wrestled at day one, which I don't think anybody. <laughs> right. No, they did right. wrestle at day one because Roman had COVID, right? Right. But they were supposed to. Yeah. What yeah. would that have been meant for Mania? Do you think that that would have ended up being the Mania main event if they wrestled at day one? I don't know. They wrestled like in Saudi Arabia also, the, the event right before that, the one before Chamber, right. like Crown right. Jewel. So they, they've been wrestling a lot, them. And somehow they just marketed it. We kind of forget, right? Yeah. Which I, I don't know. I mean, so I guess if you make a product that's overall forgettable, you can make the same product over and over again because yes. nobody will pick up on it. But obviously the rub and like the, 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 the drama or what people are saying about WWE is like other than those two, it's a bunch of like faceless wrestlers and everyone stays in the mid card. But it's funny that even with those two special people, it's a very tired thing. Yeah. Although whatever, it's, it's different because he's a heel and they, they flipped and the Paul Heyman, like I'll be there. I'm excited enough, yeah. but yeah, but no more. <laughs> now, speaking of mania, I don't know what this is probably I should say the first thing at the top of the show. I'm gonna set it on the bonus episode. I forgot I didn't announce it here. Let me take a second quickly to announce that I will be doing a show live Thursday, March thirty first. Very exciting. With Dolph Ziggler. We're doing a show. Um Dolph was it's a show where we've called it DZ Does Dallas. Dolph really wanted to call it DZ Does Dallas. I was like, yeah. you can have it, baby. Because uh, of the porno, cause of the porno uh, thing. Yeah, exactly. 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 He's like, how often do I get to do that? I was like, all right, Dolph, you got it, baby. How often do I get to do this sweet Debbie Does Dallas pun? <laughs> Listen, baby. Do you, need theme music? do you need theme music for your announcement? Oh, yeah. Always sacrifice. <laughs> Why not do me a fool of the night? I don't want to sacrifice this summer. Boy, <laughs> my time. Actually, April. Ah, uh, woo. DZ does Dallas. <laughs> wow, that was stupendous. Um, so, and, uh, uh, <laughs> stupid. In, in every way of the word. In every way of the word, every way of the word. But March 31st, tickets are on sale now at eventbrite.com. Um, the link is in my bio. It's in Dolph Ziggler's bio. You can buy tickets. We're going to be doing, uh, it's going to be an awesome time. A lot of, we're figuring it all out now. A lot of me, a lot of special guests. Um, and it's at part of the GCW, uh, collective.
Very cool. So our show is literally in the same building right between Josh Barnett's Bloodsport, where like Moxley's wrestling. Oh, nice. Yeah, yeah. And we're across the hall. You come watch us, and then right between that, uh, uh, that show's at 3. Our show starts at 6, goes 6 to 8. And right after us is Joey Janela's Spring Break, right in the same building, part of the GCW. So um, you got to get your tickets separate. But we are part of that event. There's food trucks there. There's booze. It's going to be a fucking awesome time. And tickets are selling way faster than our other stuff. So buy tickets now if, you want, if you're going to come sell out. And Skyler, if you're down on Thursday, I don't know if you're in Dallas. I'm not sure. I haven't worked out the exact dates. It's either Thursday or Friday. But if I'm on Thursday, I'll, I will work it out. I'll work, yes, work out the match. You will. Yeah. And so, the, yeah, the questions are the Cal title be on the line, you know. I guess I'm thinking about it. I'm still thinking about it, you know. I mean, is there going to be a worthy contender? You know, I mean, we got to think. We're, we're, I'll have to figure it out. But you know what? I'll say this: by next week, I will announce if the cow title's on the line. On the next week on the pod, okay? Are you still wrestling women exclusively? Um, it depends. It depends. Okay. You know what I mean? It depends. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I really, I thought about it. I really manhandled Tina San Antonio in New York. You uh-huh. know what I mean? Yeah. So it made me think, yeah, maybe I got to maybe I got to challenge myself a little more, you know what I mean? She really didn't bring it, you know? Right. So, um, you know what I mean? We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. Anyway, the show's going to be fucking awesome, okay? I'm just telling you, the show's going to be fucking great. Come. If you're going to Dallas, come I'm check gonna out the come. show. I'm going to come. All right. <laughs> now, what where were we at? Can we I I don't know exactly where we we're at, but I want to talk about something else in the pay-per-view. I want to talk about this Adam Cole uh, Halo, but I want to compare that to something else. That's really bad cosplay, right? Because I always get because I I don't like cosplay in wrestling, but yeah. I got tagged in a bunch of posts being like, "Yeah, but what about this?" And it was Jade, dressed like Jade from Mortal Kombat. And I just want to point out, had no problem with that cosplay at all. Okay. Well, she well, she just had green gear, right? A lot of people. A, no, I think she was dressed like with Jade. The mask like, and everything. She, I don't know if she had a mask on when she entered, but she had the like. She was clearly dressed like Jade. Let me look at the cosplay transcends the actual like. If it's not Rey Mysterio dressed as Wolverine, I think like you know there's there's a spectrum with cosplay, and I think if it's tasteful, if it's church tongue, you know, if it's like something that's working, and maybe by the way, she could do full mask and take it off actually if Jade wanted to do that. That actually wouldn't bother me either. It works for her gimmick. No, she was dressed like Jade from Mortal Kombat. I I see. I see it now. Yeah, and, no mask. But yeah, okay, I see it. But here's no, the that thing. Works. There's a difference between exactly like the, the, exactly there. There's there's sometimes it works, but here's the thing. this one worked on so many levels. First off, she just looks incredible, and the Jade outfit is a very jaw dropping costume. You know Oof. what I mean? Yeah. Like yeah. You know what I mean? Like it's God very revealing it. and so how, jacked. How many people can even yeah. pull that off? And I mean. It's with her. It's also amazing because she's just so fucking ripped up. Like she looked amazing, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, but also that costume isn't like it doesn't. It's the Jade costume, but you have to know who Jade is to know that because there's no logos on it and stuff. Right. You know what right. I mean? It's like if Adam Cole and and, and also it, yeah, sure, it's stylized, blah blah blah. But like you know, it, it's not out of the realm of possibility of what Jade would wear anyway, right? Right. She always dresses right. like kind of. Like a goddess, right? I would even argue that because it's a, a character from Mortal Kombat, a fighting game, that it, it automatically passes. 
because it's just a one-to-one. It's the same. She is a mortal combat person in real life. But Are you right. saying that Chad Gable should come out as like a Dukin or something like that for yes. Street Fighter? He should no. come out as as the fireball that Ryu shoots. <laughs> yeah. Just, listen, sometimes it's like, it feels like, like you said, Scott, it's like sometimes it's, it's influenced by, right? Like sometimes yeah. it feels like, oh, it's, you know, and then sometimes mm-hmm. it's just straight up. The hat on a hat. A distraction. So like Adam Cole, like why would he dress up like Master Chief? Like why would he dress up like Halo? Like it's like, yeah. it doesn't, it's nothing. It's just, it's. And by the way, how about this? So when CM Punk came out, I didn't know that that was his ROH song. I didn't know that that gear was that yeah, way. But like either gear. way. Yeah, right. And and I was informed of that, but I still was like, I don't know what's happening, but I love it. Like if it invokes the 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 proper feeling, it felt like he was going into a fight, and then someone was like, that was his ROH. Right. I was like, it doesn't matter. It also felt informed by his like UFC background. Like I just just hook line and sinker. Mm-hmm. Some things just work, you know. And sometimes you can explain them, and sometimes you honestly don't even need to. Exactly, True. but I will anyway. Now, uh, <laughs> I will, this I will is a podcast. Anyway. I will anyway because it's not what I do. It's all I do. But, I, uh, yeah, yeah. No, go ahead. No, no, you go. I was going to say, we don't obviously have to get like super into it because, I mean, how how much can we, more can we talk of how awesome the House of Black is? Yeah. But thank I, you. Thank you. I mean, like, okay, so first of all, I'm I grew fully, up in the House of Black. You did. I'm fully gimmicked out. I got my my official house black pendant. We love this that. Is, I mean, this is just, I think Eric Redbeard or Blood, Eric Bludgeon, he's a bludgeon bro, right? Is yeah, he's a bludgeon, bludgeon? Yeah. yeah, Eric Bludgeon is, uh, I think he's going to join house black. Uh, really? They, yeah. So they gouged. So Malachi has his right eye. We get deep into Malachi black lore now. Uh, Scott. I like that. I like that. I listen. So he, so he is, his his right eye is like the affected eye. It's like red and it's like the demon eye, right? And so he, they gouged Eric's left eye and then Malachi sprayed him in that eye and JR made a big deal about it. Oh, they, they sprayed him in the same eye they poked him in. Um, and I, uh, Eric Redbeard announced, or not Eric Redbeard, uh, Malachi announced he's like tomorrow. So tomorrow, I think. Um, we see the change we celebrate the change or we honor the change or something like that i think what's going to happen is he's going to convert over and be part of that click Whoa. i mean i would love that that's that's four big guys yeah yo Fuck would he become blackbeard i uh, that's perfect i but hope then he's so he's like a pirate no yeah buy yeah. <laughs> the beard black redbeard is also a pirate yeah, that's yeah. true. That's true. But he should just go by Blackbeard and dye the beard black. That would be fucking cool, right? Yes. Be like, yes. And again, Buddy Murphy's not like dyeing his ginger hair either. No. Yeah, but I don't think he has to because he's not defined by beard. He's a guy who wears a beard. You know, he's, he's not a guy who's defined who a beard. He's defined by his definition. He's defined by his <laughs> definition. <laughs> that guy's so jacked. It's it's terrific to see. You know. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I saw him at Bola. He was amazing. He healed off on the whole crowd. It was phenomenal. Really? Yeah. He did a babyface promo being like, wow, it's a bucket list PWG. And it's just also such a such a reminder of how far my career has been. And yeah. shit, what the fuck is this place? Everyone was like, fuck yeah. It was perfect. It was so fun. That's great. That's fucking dope. Let's talk punk uh, MJF, shall we? Let's, Let's do it. I mean, so, I mean, would you... Do you think there's too much blood on an AEW show? No. 
Like, do you think that, I guess what I'm saying, and I don't have, like, strict rules about wrestling this way, so I'm just curious what you think. Do you think that, like, if, like, you're going to bleed so much in a match like this that the other matches shouldn't be covered, caked in blood also? This is, like, I a lot think, of blood, you know? No, I know. I think if more matches than the, than the had had blood, it would tip the scale. But you also had Moxley say, literally, I don't join forces with someone unless I bleed with them first, which is kind of something, it's a turn of phrase, but I think that... Right you kind of had to like get literal with that and and a dog collar match has to have a lot of color this is built into the stories of both of those matches so i guess they were kind of locked in right but there was color yeah. in the main too right i think there was but i i, I, I get all these matches confused. but that's also like a title fight i don't know you know yeah it's not it's not it's not, it's not a problem for me and it wasn't a crimson mask it wasn't adam cole like drenched you know what i mean just one quick point of order i love that moxley beat him clean with a wrestling maneuver like he like he like flipped over, reversed it, and pinned him. Like he out wrestled Daniel Bryan. Yeah, I like that. Perfect. Also, that was great because Daniel Bryan refused to give up a hold. You know, right? Yeah, it's oh, Shakespeare. It was perfect. It was perfect booking. And now they're about to be a tag team, and they're even. And it wasn't a schmoz finish, where it was a DQ. No, it, was it was like, it was yeah. Also, it's a good way to give Daniel Bryan losses. Like you know, same thing as anytime they find a way to give somebody a loss nicely. Uh, it, it feels good, you know, like Punk losing to the, those MJF matches is good because now he's not like Punk's undefeated, you know, but right. you did it. At, but you still had Punk go over in the big match, which it's, was this one. It's you know? also just like classic, just textbook wrestling where it's like this guy is it's MJF goes over, goes over, goes over. We hate him. And then finally, Punk beats the shit out of him. You know, it's just it works. It has always worked like that. Great shit. Yeah. So, do, what, do you guys dig this match? In every way. Come on, yes. man. First of all, like the way that they were using that chain was outrageous. I mean, that hurts. That shoot hurts. Like you could tell. I mean, he was trying to whip him over the back and not on the direct back, but yeah. you're getting swung with a chain. And I think I, I know I know firsthand. Name drop. That MJF. Uh, he he's in a ton of pain. His face looks insane today, and it's not from the blading. It's actually from the chain. Yeah. Like he got, they were, they were opening up those cuts. Cause you know, they wanted to bleed, but whatever. That's not, that's not even like the point of the bat. The story was there. The payoff was there. The turn was there. How Wardlow was looking for his thing. Even I love JR's call the best man without a ring. I just love that. And then he casually takes it out of his pocket, lays it down for Oops. punk. It was so baller. <laughs> oh, and by the way, can we also just talk about, and this is going into the ladder match, but like yeah. how over Wardlow is, I mean, I don't yeah. even, like WWE can never get a guy like that over like, like, and not in that way. And obviously, but without the long-term storytelling of, of that, it's kind of like what they tried to do with Braun in a way, but this is so much more layered and textured. Yeah. yeah. I mean, they've done a couple things. Look, just because Wardlow's actually, Wardlow's actually hot. Adam yeah. sure is not a good looking man. Right. So, like, I mean, I would like, bone either, but that's just me, you know? They would but, bone you. Let's get that straight. <laughs> but I would <laughs> – no, no, no. I would give it to these guys. <laughs> right, anyway, here's the deal, folks. But I <laughs> I don't know what we're saying. But what I'm saying – <laughs> <laughs> Let's take a little bit of a – All right, anyway, I don't know what's going on here. Why is that not playing? Oh, there we go. There it is. There we go. It's the Yo, so I'll say this, Wardlow, um, he, 
he's improved so much. It's fucking great. They're doing such a great job of building up all these guys that these these homegrown guys. But mm-hmm. what my thing is that like the justifications for stuff are what's so nice. Is like the MJF thing. He's like we all know that he's an employee of MJF. You know. So that goes a long way, especially when MJF's gimmick is like, I'm from Long Island, I'm the best, I have all this money, and I can buy this guy who's clearly not like a Long Island Jew or whatever. You know what I mean? Like, it fucking, it works. It's, it's, you're waiting for them to pop. Correct me if I'm wrong. Yeah. Because I'm not from New York, I don't know. Yeah. But I would venture to say, right, like, uh, MJF Long Island, Wardlow Staten Island? Maybe. Wardlow doesn't Maybe even like feel Boston like he doesn't feel like a New Yorker at all to me. No, no? He may, I was about to say like Boston or something. Or... Boston feels right, Let's right? Hey, so something. So while you're looking that up, something that kind of occurred to me when MJF was kind of giving that context, I think on Dynamite about. Remember, yeah. you don't work for AEW. You're not an AEW contracted wrestler. You work for me. Right. Instantly, I was like, okay, so. MJF's going to fire him, right? Mm-hmm. And it's going to be a big thing. And it's going to even give Wardlow more heat, like uh, pop when he returns as a, like Tony Khan, the ultimate baby face, right? Signs Wardlow, like this kayfabe signing that has obviously been a thing. <laughs> right. And it's just like, everything is just perfect. I mean, I don't even know if that's how they'll do it, but they'll probably do a variation of that. And, right. and then and then we're the feud we've been waiting a year for, MJF Wardlow. Yeah, I mean, that, that's great. Because it's, it's awesome that, they, you know, they set MJF, uh, uh, MJF, like he, he, he seems to like flow into his next story so seamlessly always, you know, yeah, you almost forget true. about that is who he was feuding with before so quick because he see his shit is so fluid. But like uh, more of those from Ohio. Ah, that actually makes a lot of sense, right? Yeah. So it's like he's a, a he's muscle that MJF, a little guy would buy. Do you guys peep MJF's family on uh, like Instagram and stuff? They like no. don't like him, right? So like, like it's a weird thing because I know a guy. My frat brother dates MJF's sister, right? Um, which is just kind of a very random thing. I bumped into. I've told the story before. I bumped into it at a at AEW and Arthur Ashe, and he was like, "You like this shit? Like, I'm here just to support my like brother-in-law, essentially, right?" And I'm like, "Okay, oh uh, yeah, no, I don't yeah, wear, yeah, a little bit, yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm wearing the cow title on a Daniel Bryan shirt on the merch line." So, I mean, like, <laughs> you yeah. know what I mean? Uh, well, he, he wasn't, like, an asshole about it, by the way. He was cool. But if you – so, because of that, I follow MJF's sister because, he, you know, I was like, oh, follow, that's cool. He did, blah, blah. But, like, they were all – his whole family was down there wearing – the whole family wearing the mid-Burberry shirt. You know what I mean? That yeah. shirt. They're all wearing it. But they have them customized. To, and it's always, like, digging – like, just talking shit about him. You know, they're like, my son's an asshole and stuff. You know what I mean? And they sit there and they all go as a family and they watch him and they boo the fuck out of him because he's such a vile person. It's so fun to watch, you know? It's literally what it would be like if a kid, like a Long Island Jewish kid, became a pro wrestler and the family's like, well, like, we're all going to watch Maxwell at his big wrestling meet. You know what I mean? And they get into it. It's so fun. So yeah. good, for, good for him. Good for that family, you know. Yeah, I like to think too about how, like, obviously, I, uh, you know, it, they look like Skyler's family at MSG. By the way, it's like the same thing. If, but if Skyler was a wrestler, it's the yeah. same thing. When they go to watch you sing the national anthem, it's the yeah. same vibe. But imagine you were MJF, and you know, yeah. Sorry, yeah. sorry, Newman. No, no, no. It's okay. I, it's like I think obviously, like, Punk and MJF yeah. probably really like each other. Um, and so I just like to think about 
that match and how violent it was and just MJF being like, dude, just punch the shit out of me. Yeah. <laughs> like, hit me as hard as you can. And Punk being like, yes, same. Yeah, man. The, uh, I think I'm going to pick up that shirt with the blood on it, right? Uh, with the picture and the, yeah. I just think that's the one that, like, you know, I've, I have beef with AEW merch because it feels like it's print to order and it's not limited run. They, they None of it feels special. They got the AEW logo, like, thrown in there, not just, like, in the tag or something. So I have a little bit of beef with how AEW does merch. We've talked about it. Because nothing feels too, even though they do a job of, like, limited print, it doesn't, eh, you know? Yeah. WB is a thing where I'm like, I buy shirts because I'm like, I know I won't be able to get them again. But, you know? Uh, They're definitely like, dialed in on their merch. Yeah. And they know when to drop it and what to drop. Yeah. And AEW is, is needs, they just need people to do that and have experience. They should probably get a former WWE merch person to do it, honestly. Well, what yeah. they do is very modern way to do shirts and stuff. But it doesn't translate to the collectibleness. Of it makes merch. nothing special because right. you can get one shirt printed. I could get a shirt printed. You know what I mean? And right, sell right. one of them. There's no, there's no value. You, you need to. I mean, and by the way, maybe it'll work for them. Maybe they'll adapt, or maybe they'll they'll need to get hip to the system. Yeah, exactly. But I, I, I'm 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 glad you agree. I'm glad you agree. Okay. <laughs> Do we have any titles change hands yesterday? By the way. I thought Britt was going to drop it. I was. I think they by all that. retained. I think every title was retained, right? Literally all I think of them. So yeah. Yeah, uh, the tag title stayed on Jurassic Express. You know what I mean? I, I mean that match was fucking a great time. Also, I mean those guys, incredible maniacs. Yeah, I love. I love that. The Bucks looked. The, I love the Bucks look when they came in. Those goatees. The light up oh. the goatees and the light up earrings. You know, so yeah. cringe. You know what I mean? So I love it. I love it. They know it too. Yeah, there's the fucking those guys always do great work. Um, I thought it was a good match for Red Dragon too. You know what I mean? It was it was good to see them do their thing. I think their their stuff needs a little work. Neither of them are really great talkers, yeah. um, but they can wrestle. Totally. And then yeah, Wardlow winning that brass ring was a great moment because that just because of the storytelling there. But it was, uh, I mean, that match was a blast. Every match was a fucking blast. But that match was a blast also. But it was. It was it's sometimes it's nice to like, you know, you're like, we know he's going to win, but you're like, I'm glad to see it. You know what can I, I mean? say? Can I say a couple things regarding that match? Just and yeah. all the people in it. So I think powerhouse Hobbs is, is like one to watch and like on the rise. I, totally. I think he's phenomenal. Phenomenal. And I also think that, and I also think that um, Ricky Starks gets like honorable mention. Like, I just think he's so great. And just the way he even took that power bomb, uh, how he like kind of snuck his hands behind his head because it was a little, it probably could have broken his freaking neck the way it was delivered. But just the precision and how hard hitting everyone was going, but how on the yes. everyone's shit there was. And now to heal off just a little bit, someone who is not one of my guys is Keith Lee. Okay. Now, do you want me to get into it? Yeah, I, I, I you know, I, I, I love to hear a take like that. He's, yeah, I think that's, yeah. Yeah, so uh, um, I saw him back at PWG at, against Walter. Actually, I've seen yeah. him against uh, Sammy Guevara at PWG, and he was really fun to watch. He was a big guy that moved like he was a small guy. It was yeah. amazing to see him fly. Now, I'm not here to body shame, and especially because he's a big guy, but he's clearly put on a ton of weight. And what that's done is, on, on top of how big he already is, and the fact that he's already getting a little older, it's making him, and I, maybe he'll have another match that blows me away, but he does not have the same spring in his step, and that is kind of what made him amazing. So if he took this AEW opportunity, and maybe he didn't do the same 
fucking hand signal that he did in NXT and WWE for a brief time and actually like, you know, had a new gimmick, came in the way, look at, look at like Rusev to Miro, yeah. right? You know what I mean? And not to say that he needs to sling down like that, but even a 15 pound cut or just turning it into muscle or just maintaining, just right. definitely not putting on enough size that now I'm watching your muscle twitch looking like a, just another big guy. Yeah. Right. Well, that's why he is, he still has room for improvement. Who knows? He's still young in AEW, but he's not one of my guys. I think that those are all really fair points about Keith Lee. I think that I don't, I, I, him, the way he came into AEW, into AEW was on all levels of miss. Um, one, one thing about it was not his fault, which is Tony Khan kind of set him up for failure by like being like, I have this big thing that's happening tonight, you know? And then it turned out to just be, two debuts one was a backstage segment and one was him and we all knew he was coming like but he, he didn't handle that well like he like posted pictures like i'm on my honeymoon but everyone was like oh this is a honeymoon from this is pictures from you vacation two years ago like the marks figured it out so quickly you know yeah. but then he showed up and his music stunk the graphics literally on the screen stunk he wore the exact same gear it's like hey this is a place to reinvent yourself you know yeah. And to think that you're above doing anything different in pro wrestling or whatever just shows that, like, you know, even, like, Punk is looking for ways to switch it up at this point, you know? It just it definitely shows that he missed the mark, and it, it, it makes you feel like he doesn't get it. You know what I mean? And I think that's the problem with Keith Lee. Like, whereas, like, when Buddy M- Murphy came in, I was like, oh, wait. Like, why is he dressed the same? That's kind of lame. And it was like, oh, it was because he was on that night going to be transformed. Which happened immediately, you know. Mm-hmm. So to not anticipate that is well, not wearing is the missing... same gear, right? Yeah, Last but it was night? like all yeah. like it was like all black. It right. was different, and he yeah. needs trunks. No more Hulk. Points. By the way, case in point, and this is just such a teeny little small moment of last night's pay per view. But Swerve, mm. Swerve looks great. I'm oh, excited. Swerve, Swerve, Swerve yeah, and he's he's, great. he's doing he's doing something. Like I know he was trying to make the most of that moment. He looked great, and I'm all eyes. I can't wait to see what happens. Who knows? But, like, that's not coming in doing the app. Swear. Can you imagine if he was just doing his WWE thing and had his WWE what he wore in WWE on? Yeah, you know, it's just it's, it's, it doesn't show, like, um, details. I mean, right. like, like, even, like, Alistair came in, and if he came in the same exact way and rose from the coffin, I would have marked out for it still. Right. But even he knew, like, this is a time for it to get ahead of my audience, you know? I wouldn't even – I the only reason I think I – mean, I know exactly what you mean, and I'm just nitpicking because this is – I mean, what else are we going to do? But, like – And he's your guy. Like, that's your right. territory. Uh, you've been on the Malachi beat for a while now, right? Yes. You're like you're, – you're our Malachi guy. Yeah. Well, I think to say – the only reason I think it's a bad example is because to say, like, even he knew, I think he more than anybody knows. Oh, yes. The wording was way off on my end. Yeah. Yes. Totally. Um, would you say so? So yeah. So uh, would you say the CM Punk MJF to go back to that CM Punk MJF story is one of the best told stories in recent wrestling? Yes, it's got to be up there, right? I mean, yeah. that was like one of the most well done um, uh, stories. Dude. It was very long. Yeah. It was very personal. It was very engaging. It had like fun wrestling plots and twists. Like it was just, mm-hmm. it was a good time. It was AEW's best use of of the mic i think in the ring i think yeah. uh maybe some cody stuff that i'm i'm forgetting 
But that's what I think they've been severely lacking is in terms of like Mike storytelling on the show. Yeah. And I know where that comes from because you even hear Tony when he gave his spiel, he was like, don't worry, the wrestling action's coming. He wants it action, 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 which is fine. I sometimes like taking those segments, you know? Um, I agree. Tony Khan sounds a little bit like Bernie Sanders, right? When he's like doing his thing. Uh, he looks like, like a young Bernie Sanders. I have a big, announcement. Like, like, a big yeah. announcement tonight. Yeah. yeah All you wrestling fans here. He has like a very Bernie Sanders uh, uh, tone to his voice. He has that classic like corporate guy who has to give a big announcement vibe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know yeah, what yeah. I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It happens in every company where you're like the CEO has to like give some speech. He's juiced up about it. It's always like a little awkward but they're no like all day they're like i need to bring the heat here this is a big announcement you know (laughs) so you know uh, i've seen it like every job i've ever had it's like someone who doesn't want to has to do some suit has to like be an entertainer right right, now because of the fucking they rose to that level of competence where now they have to perform you know and so (laughs) that's what he has and i i to me it's endearing can we switch off of the AEW Revolution pay-per-view for a second? Do you mm-hmm. mind? Uh, do we, co- we probably covered everything anyway. Didn't you watch no. McAfee and Vince? We didn't cover everything. There's so much to say. But did, we, anyway, did you guys see McAfee and Vince? I saw clips. I saw clips as well. I watched the whole thing, and I just got to say, boy, oh, boy, does Vince come off as likable as fucking this thing. I mean, That's what Danny Jollis told me. He said yeah. it's crazy. They may, If you didn't know Vince McMahon, you'd watch it and be like, I mean, from everything I saw too, you'd be like, "Wow, what a what a normal good guy." Yeah, you're like he's just like kind of a hero. Like he has a little bit of like that workaholic mentality. You know what I mean? He's definitely like a little bit like, "Hey, I expect big things from my people," but he says it's so level. And when you, when when without all the context of the stuff that we learned backstage about him, like you know, leaving people in the airport in Saudi Arabia and shit. You know what I mean? When we like that, you're like, oh, well, he just, you know, he just wants what's best. Like, so much hammering home. Like, I haven't worked a day in my life because I love what I do. You know? I'm not working. Like, so much of that. Like, I'm not working. You know? He's a yeah. worker, though. He's yeah. working. Yeah. I mean, yeah. he is that working was... in that interview. That's his yeah. babyface interview. And yeah. God bless him. He's, he shows he's, he, he's still got it. Yeah. And uh, but anyway, it was a, it was a great you know you don't really see Vince like that. Obviously, he knows what he knows what he's doing there, you know. But uh, it was a, it's a really enjoyable uh, time. It shows Vince is like a three dimensional human being in a way, and uh, you know I, I believe all the stories about him, and also enjoyed listening to him. You know, yeah, totally. yeah. Um, did you yeah. make? Did you announce the that Pat McAfee was uh, one of your guys? Oh no, I. Oh, did I say Pat McAfee is one of my guys? You did. I said that in the text. I don't know. Can you make Pat McAfee one of your guys? I don't know if he's sure, necessarily. Yeah, of course you, you can. I don't know. I, I, I don't think Pat. You said it unless you want to go back on another one. That is so wow. funny. I think that what I mean, it's hard to say Pat McAfee, the guy, is one of my guys because it's like we're very different in a way. Like we're, you know, because he's like a sports guy oh, and blah, blah, blah. But kayfabe, kayfabe Pat McAfee. Is kayfabe he one of your Pat guys? McAfee, I think, is really good, is really fun on smackdown i find it to be really fun i appreciate that like he i like that i was watching his interview and i liked his i liked his style you know what i mean i liked the way he was interviewing vince and i liked the. i was like oh you know what i I like what this guy does you know it's like he's not i don't think we would get along you know what i mean maybe i'm not sure but i was like you know what you either would or you wouldn't what do you think 
You right. either would or you wouldn't because you either bro out or you, you know, right. bro standoff. But I watched this and I was like, you know what? I like what this guy stands for more than I think that we're the same. Does that make sense? I probably would totally. <clears throat> weirdly get That wasn't the more. question, though, Dan. Yeah. Uh, I, I can't say. Sa- Saturday, 521 p.m. Wow. Dan Black. What standard time? Uh, this is PST. Okay. Yeah. Um, gotta say. If I don't say it on the pod, that doesn't count, bro. That was me just texting you, just like, you know. Uh, that doesn't count. It's not on the pod. It doesn't count. I mean, that's a convenient rule that you just made up. <laughs> uh, I mean, gotta I say, know, like, 512, yeah. 521, gotta say, Pat McAfee is one of my guys. Wow. All right. Well, then I'll I'll own it. <laughs> then I guess I'll own it. I watched oh, the Vince. Wow. I watched the Vince interview, and I watched. I bullied his... you. I bullied you. <laughs> I'm fine. I'll own it. I'll own it. I, what I'm saying is that I don't know him as a guy at all. But I was saying I watched his interview with Brock, and I watched his interview with Brock and Vince, and I was like, I appreciate what this guy does. I like his energy on SmackDown. I've always thought it was like really fun. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of the stuff he does, I have to be honest with myself. It's probably how I would do it if I was there, right? I would be going nuts and marking out and blah, blah, blah. I'd be up on the table when Shinsuke's music going. So I think he does a lot of stuff where I'm like, yeah, that's probably what I would do. So even if it irritates me, it's like I'd probably be irritating people doing that. You know what I mean? So I think that's kind of what I meant by it. And I liked the way he's when he was speaking to Vince. What was cool about him was similar to like Jade when I saw in an interview where it was like he's clearly like, yo, I'm going to do my thing. I'm going to say whatever to Vince, and I'm not trying to disrespect him or anything, but I'm not going to be untrue to what I do. And if he fires me, I know I'm fine. I don't really need this job, you know? And that's, that's always been his thing. That's why they love right. him there. Yeah, and I think that's that mentality comes off as one of my guys because there's so many people there who are like, they talk about their experience at WWE. Like, even guys is like up there as like the Undertaker. They're like, whatever Vince says, I'll do it. And I always think it's so wimpy, like, you know? It's always like, why? You didn't get into this business to just be do what you're told, you know? And so I think that's what I appreciate about it. I had to put it together now, you know? I think when you're in that system, it's like people that go on The Bachelor. It's like they take away your phones, you know, and they keep feeding you like this guy, but this is the guy. This is Jake. And then he walks in the room and everyone whoops and hollers and screams like Vince is God there. Mm. And and he, he gives you opportunity. It is crazy. I wish it wasn't the way. I mean, you have your cases like Punk and Stone Cold and people that didn't take a shit and, you know, they lost a lot of money. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because I remember I was uh, I was doing a show live at the comedy store, the one that Becky was at. And um, Ziggler, he does these Q&As and someone asked a question and, I, and, and, and they said, uh, like, they were like, oh, how come you guys don't like pipe bomb or some shit? You know, like, why don't you just like grab the mic and like say whatever, you know? And then there was really no answer there. Everyone was, you know, no no one, it was kind of just understood like, yeah, because I don't want to get fired. Like, why? You know? Yeah. But I, and you're like, yeah, it's not that interesting of a question, really. It's really not. But you are when you're watching it sometimes like, man, I do wish one of these guys do we need Cesaro to follow the rules his whole career just to end it like that in WWE? You know what I mean? No, but it's like, yeah, okay, so what if I like, want a bigger opportunity on Broadway and I'm always kind of one of these small right. parts? Am I going to grab the mic from someone and, like, do my own song? No, it's not written into the show. Like, yeah, but it's Broadway not allowed. ain't wrestling, right? Like, I know it's not wrestling, business. and there are, there, are, there are moments, of course, where, like, that could have worked, that could that sort of thing would then propel me to start him if we're following wrestling rules because just, like, the pipe bomb, sometimes they have to go with it. But more likely than not, it's suicide. 
you're you're yeah. done. You the oh, second yeah. you walk back yeah. there, they're like, and goodbye. Well, and it, it's, it's all got to be so timed right, right? Funny. Oh my god, that would be so fucking funny. Like somebody just grab like the minute someone starts like the, in the they just start doing that musical thing where like. Uh, well, it's a nice day out today. It sure is a nice day. And you know, a song's coming and then you just grab the mic. Yeah. <laughs> and they say that a hero could save us. <laughs> so then Skylar's like, yeah, I'm going to do one of my own originals in the middle of fucking yeah. Hamilton. You pop, you pop the, like, you get real intimate. You pop the earpiece out. He's like, all right, let's. Uh, yeah. let's... Oh, shit. <laughs> he popped out the earpiece. He's going rogue. He's going rogue. Put it back in. But damn it. He can't hear me. Yeah. He can't hear. He can't hear. Um, you can't hear what I'm saying. I love what you guys think we wear earpieces on Broadway. <laughs> you wear wait, you don't talk to Vince on Broadway? Yeah, I don't have someone in my monitor like, God damn it, you gotta promote New Hampshire University. <laughs> well, I just think in, in WB there's gotta be those times. You, they, they, well look, I mean, there's 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 the there there are the backfire pipe bombs, right? The what I think about is um you can watch it online is uh <laughs> when Damon Wayans was on SNL, you know about this? Oh no! Damon Wayans is on SNL, and he is like frustrated because they're giving him no sketches, you know. And you know that environment—it's not really for like rebels, you know. Yeah. Or whatever. Like, I don't think Damon Wayans is the guy like takes shit, you know. He's on the cast. He's like a featured player. Right. He's like probably in his twenties. They make him a cop, and he's just like like cops who walk in to like bring like a kid home from like the drunk tank or like that kind of thing. Yeah. Not a character at all. And you can watch the sketch. He just puts on like a gay voice. Oh, no yeah. Reason. I've seen that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And his character just has like is like has like a very like, you know, uh, effeminate gay voice for no, no reason at all. He got fired that night. It was not wow. on the next episode of SNL. Wow. <laughs> so SNL sounds like it's more closely aligned with Broadway than wrestling. <laughs> yeah. He just came Whoa, in. He's like, sorry. I'm just going to make this cop gay for no reason. You know? And it's like <laughs> you can watch the sketch. Yeah. Was his shirt like? Wasn't it? I don't remember. Oh no, no, you're thinking no, of his characters of like in Living Color, right? Yeah, or, yeah you're yeah. thinking of his character on a Living Color that does that. But uh, yeah, huh, yeah a little that's weird, the guy, uh, the guy in prison. I'm sure. Don't none of that's gonna hold up, right? No, 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 no. no, no. <laughs> Isn't that no. that character's like a guy in prison who's kind of a chick? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. No, right, yeah. Moving no. on, moving on. No, 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 that's not. Moving on, moving on, moving on. Um. We the last thing we should talk about is really we didn't talk about this Eddie Kingston uh, Jericho match really, Hell yeah. um, which was uh, Jericho gave Kingston this the rub you know uh, that that he he desperately needed this win by the way you yeah. know and yeah. uh, that match was a fucking it was a, the crowd fucking loved it it was a great opening match you know yeah perfect perfect yeah. length perfect perfect story to tell uh, I love my, one of my favorite parts is how Jericho. Literally, like, when he was offered the hand, was just yeah. like there was a lot of awkward handshake things. I actually do want to point out That's one true. another thing. Who yeah. lifted up a limp hand and shook it? Adam Page. Adam Page to Adam Cole. That was weird. Yeah, I didn't need that. Well, that was because it wasn't a, there wasn't a great story between those two, so it didn't it didn't you know what I mean? It was just kind of a cool match. And know? it's a show of respect, and it's like you know you have to get the person like in this case with Eddie Kingston and Jericho. The whole point right, is right. that like you need to 
meet in the middle daniel bryan and moxley like how important like you can't just take a limp for you can't yeah. be like Which john cena and the fiend is like on the ground and you like grab his like hand and you shake and you're like and everyone's supposed to just, like, let me shake you yes chance <laughs> yeah but um something that was kind of fascinating was how jericho's just like i can't do that i just can't i just can't like i will take a spot through orange juice but shake another man's hand <laughs> In this economy, yeah, <laughs> I just can't. Yeah. I, 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 uh, I absolutely. Uh, but anyway, I like it. Do you think Jericho's going to turn heel? Is there anything to that, or is it just kind of like two faces that are tough and hate mm. each other? I don't know. I, I, I don't think so. I think it's just to kind of just make it a cool moment. You know, I, I don't know if they. I don't think they have plans to maybe go that way. I, I think it's just there'll be that. You just—it's just a great nugget to use going forward. I think is really what I. You think, think. they're going to continue the feud? No, but I do think they'll have the, this moment will come up later. I think, you know what I mean? But it's a right. big moment for Eddie Kingston. I, man, Eddie Kingston is way out of shape. Can we oh just God, say that? Same. Can no, we just say insane. that? I mean, like Jericho's super in shape right now for himself. Yeah. Good because Eddie Kingston is built exactly like the guy that Eddie Kingston is in real life. That's why I don't mind it. Yeah. No, I don't mind I, it either. I, I, it, doesn't, it doesn't even bother me. It doesn't because the way the storytelling is, it's, it's, it's part of it, right? Like, you're not, they're not asking you to suspend your disbelief that this guy's, like, built like The Rock or some shit. Right. It's right. the whole thing is that he got there at 40. He had to work hard. He, he, he actually had a bad attitude for a long time, and he, is out, he's, he eats too much, and that's why people held him back. It's, like, part of it. So you're seeing, yeah. like, you don't want him to be in good shape for the story that is Eddie Kingston, right? Yeah. Right. Yeah. I mean, he is in, he is quite an <laughs> interesting but, shape, though. But he's in really awful shape. Like, I don't even know what to say about it. Like, keep the straps up. No? That's what I was saying. It, it, <laughs> the straps down with the pants, it looked like a girdle or, like, it looked very, because it's so, it's like when, like, women are doing the rehearsal skirts and they yeah. just have this, like, kind of structure surrounding yeah. them. It was, it looks weird. Well, he's, like, late stage taker where he has, like, the <laughs> the girdle on all the yeah, time. Yeah, he's doing he's, the yeah. taker. He's doing <laughs> yeah. the taker, but he's not seven foot, not covered in tattoos, not dead in lore. And, and has a much bigger belly than taker ever yeah. has had. Yeah. He's also taking down the straps, like, just in the beginning of the match, right? Like, you know, like, it's kind of like Angle does it when he's about to slam you, you know? Like, right. right? right. Wardlow's always fucking with his, you know? Right. Oh, man, I just watched the finish from Mania 20 when and Eddie pins uh, Kurt. It's so fun. He has him in the fucking ankle lock, you know, and his boot slides off. Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, what a great way to win the title at Mania with your boots sliding off and your whole thing's lying, cheating, and stealing. I mean, yeah, perfect. It was just whatever, just fucking fun. Also, Eddie, if you rewatch that, his roll up is like beautiful. Mm -hmm. they, they, you know, <laughs> he's so he's so technical. But I was just thinking, him and Angle probably like probably like rehearsed that so much. It looks great. But also, uh, I maybe miss Kurt Angle so much. Yeah, like prime time Kurt Angle is a wrestler that I wish I had a machine to just put him into what's going on right now. You know, like wait, like um. Like perk angle, like TNA per, uh, Kurt Angle, where he's all like perked up and diving off of everything. Well, and, like... I'm I'm thinking more of like his, you know, WWE, like late the end of his WWE career. But sure, right. I just before I just he love came Kurt, back. Kurt Angle. I just think he's we, Kurt Angle's weirdly ahead of his time, but also was fine in that time period. If that makes sense, like he yeah. would kill it in this work rate era, also. Oh yeah, you know. So I think yeah. that's what's really interesting. It's a he's like it's a bummer. He's a little too old because I think that he would have, you know. Mm -hmm. Whereas like. 
I'm not sure we even needed another edge run. You know, like, I think Edge did his great. I'm happy to see Edge. I love Edge, you know. But I'm not sure we what he's doing now. I'm not sure we need it, you know. I also don't, yeah. I mean, I guess we'll, we'll just keep going until he can anymore, and, and it's fine because he can still go. Right. But, like, I didn't realize this comeback tour was just going to be like, I'm in, I'm here for four years. He's <sighs> just doing every feud that they'll give him. Like, so the AJ Edge thing, what I was saying is that it's the match. It's not the match. They're saying it's the match we like thought we'd never see, but I say it's the match that we'll we're happy to have. Is how I'm branding. It. <laughs> <That's> so true, <laughs> right? Like they're trying to act yeah. like we we've talked about this. Like man, right. if we imagine we could ever see Edge, AJ, like AJ Styles versus Shawn Michaels is the match we never thought we'd see. Right, 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 right. Like that's the match we never thought we'd see. But they're branding it like it's that, and like it's a match that we're extremely happy to have. Is what I would say if they had to brand it. <laughs> Isn't match- it? Aren't they also? <laughs> Is it this match? Because they're 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 billing another match as like also the greatest wrestling match that's ever happened. Well, they're calling the Reigns Brock like the that's biggest match in wrestling history right. or something. How many they're of gonna... these are we gonna have? The greatest well, match ever. Ronda, the biggest, like... Charlotte are main eventing night one. God, that's I love that. Yeah, it feels good, but I don't know. It's not, Ronda's not. It's not that it feels good. It just it feels like right. It's like yeah, it's yeah. not even a big deal to have women main event anymore. It's just like yeah, no. They should the the main no, women's meant... the main women's should main event night one. The main men should you know, and that that is better than the Becky uh, you know um, EST. Well, dude. I think Becky Bianca has a claim to being the main. And they're the two women who have main evented WrestleMania before and won. You know, so interesting. Neither of them are one of my guys. Charlotte and Ronda are technically yeah. neither I mean, of those Bianca, guys. Bianca is Bianca is can be very B- Bianca may be very soon. Yeah, but not yet. Yeah. Um, I just want to see her do a little more. To be honest, it's like how yeah. you were with Roman Dan, yeah. and then Becky is is shockingly not one of my guys, and actually wasn't one of my guys when she was the man. I hate yeah. big time Bex. I'm not nuts about what she's doing now. I yeah. hated her debut on SummerSlam. Also, she she but beat I, her in 26 seconds at I, SummerSlam. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Rhonda, you're, you're, oh, Ronnie. Oh, you know, like, you're a little weirdo. Yeah. But, I, but I think, I don't know, I'm, 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 I'm you're just know. doing, you're, you're both yeah. just doing uh, the Lucky leprechaun Charles. from yeah. the leprechaun. I am the leprechaun. I am the leprechaun. Oh, I think if you, if you dropped your shoe, I'm yeah. going to shine it. <laughs> Wasn't it to my recollection, Ronnie? It's very just like anyway. It's all up there. Um, but yeah. uh, Charlotte, deeply one of my guys. Oh, I mean, Charlotte's amazing. Charlotte Ronda, obviously, probably that is what you go for. It's the, the crossover. I'm talking yeah. about, but technically, Becky Bianca should be the main because they both have main evented WrestleMania and right. the two women who main event WrestleMania I... and win. So I'm just saying. I'm just saying. You know what I mean? I get and, it. I yeah. get the story, but I agree with the billing. I agree with the billing also. Like, gun to the head, this is what you choose. It's a bigger match. Those two feel like the those are two great main event matches on paper. You know, like, to right. the to the outside world, my dad is going to go like, oh, Ronda Rousey's back. That's awesome. Ronda you know? Rousey. Two of those people, one of those people on each night was a UFC actual champion. Oh, yeah. That's uh, not nothing. No, it's, it's not nothing at all. Now, For ESPN coverage and, you know, the way they always treat those two. I think we should end the pod on this, guys. Brock Lesnar has a steak seasoning. Should I pick? Should I get it? Yes. <laughs> Have yes. any of you had it? Like, there's no, no, get it and let's make steaks. They, so, he sent some to Peter. I was going to ask him how it oh, is. Oh, really? Yeah, well, he had him on his show. He had him on the Michael K show. Oh, that's awesome. I, I got to mm-hmm. get this because it's 10% off. 
and we're not sponsored at all, but he said it on McAfee show. And I was also, like, it seems like when people mark out over his seasoning, he gets actually excited. That feels like his passion project. Yo, so if you ever meet him and you're like, yo, by the way, the hickory bro, he, better than the barbecue. He'd be like, he, you might have an in with Brock. Brock? Oh, man. He's Lesnar. Brock? Lesnar is one of the biggest shoot baby faces yes. on this planet. Yes. And like the fact that they never even, like, they, they've, like, this version of Brock, which we're not talking about, by the way, is the reason that your this Roman match feels great is because this version of Brock is so fucking fun. The bo- the booking's been so stupid. Like, he won the Rumble and the Chamber, whatever. You know what I mean? And then Lashley was there for a little bit. Like, it's been wildly stupid and has helped no one else on the in the roster. We know that. But that he being said... He pinned everyone else in the Chamber. Brock, uh, look at what a... Great guy he is, odd fucking. Yeah, so odd. charismatic. Holy shit. And he's like, yo, he's he's like, he wanted to open his butcher shop. And he's like, yo, he's like, I was hunting. And like, my butcher shop, it's too small. I, I need a bigger one. And I'm in there. And people go into the butcher shop. And he's there, like, behind the counter, they say. Yeah, it's nice. You know what I mean? Can you imagine? You go in there. And I'm like, you're just like, yeah, kinda, I buy that he has the best seasoning on the planet. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? So I got to get yeah. some. Can I get, a, can I get a pound of Lebanon bologna? And uh, it's <laughs> just him, like, fucking operating the fucking machine. So is that backstrap? Uh, um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he said that he, He's like, well, yeah, it is, man. You want yeah. some? Just in this, like, jolly, <laughs> yeah. like, kind of Midwestern Canadian accent. <laughs> All right, well, this will be the actual last thing. Right. we talk about but do you think brock roman who do you think goes what do you think happens in that match roman you think you just go roman again mm-hmm. just a roman a nice a nice just clean brock win like for him to finally have a big gun gun to my actual head yeah roman what I actually think they might do, though, is actually brock I, I think it changes it up and i think it finally gets it off roman um I don't, is Brock like not a full part-time? I know he'll, he'll go away, of course. He's a part-timer, but um, it's interesting. And then he can at least win one back yeah, from yeah, someone yeah. else. I See, what I like think is he the... wouldn't come, he wouldn't be involved if there was yeah. no shot that he was going to win the belt. Uh, but we think that, and they only care he about has the belt, though. It's... Yeah, that's true. It's and he's unified. got, I mean, they're going to keep him strong. And it's, it's right. or maybe honestly, got, maybe actually to that point, that's actually maybe an argument for why he would lose. I mean, that's they made the Roman. I think Roman he's actually, so now that I'm now. talking about it, he's, he's losing. He's losing 100%. Yeah. And Roman's going to be on both shows. And we're going to exhaust Roman. And we're going to see so much Roman. And it's it's fine, but it's also going to exhaust gonna, him and us. And it's But it's going to go back, interestingly, right? To like the like too much Roman. They're shoving Roman down our throats. But this oh, time it's true. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah. What do you think about this, guys? What do you think about this, okay? So what's next? I him? think Roman 100% wins, and I think the 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 the, the big miss that they have in the storytelling it's staring them in the face, which is like Roman's big moment was supposed to be at 31 when he faced Brock, and then Seth stole that from him, right? Mm-hmm. And then the next time, Brock eked it out and, and at 34, you know. And they should play also that talk about that night for Roman. I know Roman's like a different character now. But they can also talk about that night if you remember, like that crowd. There was literally beach balls being. I was thrown. there. It was we, bad. We were there. That was it the was worst. bad. Yeah. And I think, like, literally on the fly, Vince called it, and we all kind of knew that, right? So it's like, this is his. Like, he's now earned it. Like, this is a big moment for him. I guess it's hard to tell that story because he's the heel now, so it's kind of switched, you know. Mm-hmm. So it's like that's making him kind of likable. Like, this is finally his win over Brock. But 
What do you think if Roman wins clean and then Cody comes out and, and, and they stare down each other? No? I think that's going to happen. Never going to happen. No, because they'll never, they'll never start something at the end of Romania. But why not try it? It's wrestling. If, right? if anyone's coming out, it's The Rock. But um, Oh, my God. I'm so dumb. Of course, it's going to be The Rock, right? It might be, if anyone. And they stare at each other and they do what Cena and Rock did where they, like, tease a mania at the other mania. But, I mean, it's tough with today's day and age to be like, how are they going to let that go for a year? But they can figure it out. That's my A prediction for what happens right. like, in a big way. My B prediction is Roman goes over and my immediate thought is like, who the hell is next for this guy? Who right. takes it off of him ever, right? No. I know like other people have said, he should hold it for another year. I, I wouldn't want to see that happen. And I was like, who could actually beat him? And then I'm, I'm thinking, and people might not like this take. I don't even know if I like this take, but how many um, title defenses is John Cena away from breaking the record? One. One, yeah. Oh, yes. SummerSlam. Yeah, you could have uh, you could do that. And Cena says he's not done. I, I that's I mean Cena's always yeah. Cena. Cena's we just Cena. gotta get it off of him. And I'm like, who would do it? If and The Rock's not gonna get it. By the way, Romans goes over in that match. Right. So maybe it maybe it's Cena, and then he I somehow gets that. it back for Mania with 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 Rock. Oh, Mad Cat Moss. He comes out, and Mad Cat Moss is a great. Uh, he's my he's my number one, but my number two, he comes out. Okay. Are you ready? He's still got one more in him, bro. He's got one more. That's not even what I, not even what I meant to choose. <laughs> That's not even what I to choose. Here he is, because this guy's leaving AEW right now, so I'm just saying. And Helico. Uh, two. Okay, that's not what I meant to do. I can't find the one I wanted to do. All right. Who, no, just tell us. You know, we don't need it. Don't oh, speak okay. in sound cues. What, yeah. what is it? You can imagine if that's all we did. I'm like, I also think it'd be interesting. Like, <laughs> Speaking of sound cues, not good. But here, uh, have we had a good Roman? Wait, who is it? Orton who the fuck are you talking about? I was gonna do. It's not gonna. It's not gonna work now. It it didn't. Work. I mean, it's already not working. <laughs> it died, bro. It died. Person. It died. Yeah. yeah. Well, actually, here this one's not bad. What about uh? Well, don't just start thinking of things. Yeah. What was the thing you were gonna say? I was looking for the Leon Ruff one. Because oh, right. I love that there song. Yeah, right. But that's work. more about the song, because I love the song. This one. It's Leon Ruff! It would have been okay. I think it would have been okay. Yeah, it would have been good if you hit it on time. Yeah, because the song is still. You guys remember how good this song was? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Someone should just take the song right there. What? That would maybe help Keith Lee. This song would be great. Give that song to Gable. I think Gable could oh, come out yeah, that yeah, in like yeah, an yeah. American kind of thing. Yeah. You know? he, needs, he needs a Kurt Angle vibe. He needs Yeah. He's just, well, I don't know why so they good. just make him the new Kurt Angle. Like, just try it. If it doesn't work, whatever, you know? Yeah. I guess they're kind of like just skirt, like, you know, skirt angling it. You know what I mean? Just it's like, I love it. what they did. I, I, love, I, love, I love the fact that, like, back in the day when they were um, Jason Jordan and he, before Jason got hurt, they did the ridiculous storyline of making – not the carbon copy of Kurt. Like, I like that they, I like the idea that they're like, let's not go with the obvious. Let's go with this guy. But when they should have a thousand percent gone with the fucking yeah, yeah. obvious, they didn't do it. It's right. like, that's when you're like taking the leap from A to C. Let's right. just yeah, go yeah. right to it, dude. Yeah, yeah. Now yeah. you choose not to use your first thought? Like, that's... Yeah, like, yeah. yeah. Right. <laughs> no, but uh, we haven't seen a... Um, 
we haven't seen a Roman Orton something, have we? That could be great. That could be phenomenal. Like we haven't seen like if you get Orton, get him in his in his. You know, you're gonna have to finesse him to get him to where he needs to be. Well, he he's hurt now, so that would be like a fun return. You know what I mean? Did he? Didn't he, they just win the tag titles tonight? I think. Am I crazy? Did I? Did I, I not see? I haven't watched Raw in like properly. I think in like I a saw a spoiler weeks. on it. Um, but didn't I? I thought I saw that he got injured at a house show. Did he not, Randy Orton? Uh, I don't know. Interesting. I thought I saw that. Maybe that I thought it said and new. I just saw that. But I, I did see that he did get hurt, so I did I did see that too. But either way, whatever down the line, it's not going to happen for a few months anyway. Yeah. I think that'd be great. Where is it? However, on March seventh, episode of Raw, RK Bro regained their tag champions by pinning Chad Gable in a triple threat match. March seventh, yeah, it was a triple threat. So I wonder if Orton just hung out outside and he's recovering, and they know he'll be good by Mania. You know, maybe maybe he's gonna push through. Yeah, yeah. Hey, one last thought. We're gonna keep going. That IC title yeah. ruins the IC title. Like, if the IC title is going to hide, you know, at least uh-huh. at least it can always pop back up if it looks like the IC title, you know? But because it looks like a title I don't even recognize, and we don't even, you know what I mean? It's, that title hasn't mattered at all, the actual physical. Like, Ricochet is the IC title. It's like, eh, you know? It's almost like that U.S. championship feels way more important than the IC title. It's, I guess uh, currently. Yeah. Who has it? Uh, Finn Balor. Oops. Finn Balor. Just, and, but they're going to have the Damien versus him. That's yeah. pre-show written all over it. Yeah, yeah. Lance Archer. Uh, <laughs> Lance Archer versus... Punishment uh, Martinez, right? Punishment Martinez, yeah. Oh, man. Anyway. All right. Let's get out of here. I got to drink some water. I mean, my water's been <laughs> in the other room for a while. I need water. Oh, wow. I'm jealous. Skyler, we love having you here. We got to have you back more often. We got we to gotta coordinate more. We need you here. Always got the great takes, but man, AEW, keep up the fucking great work, AEW. Gosh, I mean, mean, if we ever would cheers up to anyone in particular, just cheers up to AEW as an organization, as a brand. Yeah, totally. As a pay per view model, it feels special. It feels like money. That was worth fifty dollars. AEW is uh, one of my guys. Tony Khan, one of my guys. I mean, you know, he could do no wrong, and we'll see what they do with the ROH. It's gonna be interesting. All right, Pat McAfee, one of your guys. I, Pat, I, I don't. I guess I said that <laughs> oh, casually. It's kind of hard to. I don't know guys. him enough to say he's one of my. I, I don't know. I don't <laughs> think. I, I. I wish. I. I. I, I want to take that back, but it is what it is. I'm saying that I appreciate what the guy does. He's fun. He gets wrestling, and I. And I dig. Uh, you know, it's, I dig him. You know? Let that be a lesson to you, Marks, out there on the Cal Universe. If you can't just text one of your fellow Marks that, oh, this guy's one of my guys, you could say, oh, he's getting over. Wow, I'm really getting hot on this guy now. You could take a hot guy yeah. detour, but you you put the OOMG. There's fireworks. So yeah, dude. But if you texted me something like that, and by the way, we have texted things like that, Dan. And literally, you go to that thing where you hold down the send button on yeah, high thing, a- scroll over to the fireworks. Yeah. I mean, give me a break. A Too low. We've done that. Yeah. It's so yeah. not him because I like I like his work, but saying he's one of my guys is just it's just not true. You know, like I don't know enough of his stuff. You know. But you anyway. can't renege that, and now he has to actually. No, well, now he's one of my guys. guys. He's, a, he's, now mean, he's, a, gonna be he's in... at the beer garden. Fuck. He's at yeah. the fucking He's at the beer garden. garden. By the way, he'd be fun at the beer garden. Yeah, Dan, yeah. I'm here at the beer garden waiting for you, dude. <laughs> uh, WWE champion, Drew McInfart. That's what I was trying to play, but the soundboard didn't work. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Anyway, everybody. Great, uh, great. Well, good hang, guys. It was a fucking great chat, and I yeah. had a fucking blast. Everybody, patreon.com slash means wrestling. Go to eventbrite.com. I should have a link, whatever it is, but check out DZ Dudzalis. We're going to have an awesome show down there. Me and Dolph Ziggler. 
Uh, <laughs> me, me and Dolph Ziggler are part of the fucking... It's part of the GCW World Fair. If you're there, it's literally where Bloodsport is. Um, so uh, throw us a couple bucks. Come laugh with us. Laugh with us. It's a happy hour show. And uh, it's going to be a fucking good time. All right. Hey, everybody. Keep watching wrestling. Kisses. Cheers up.